You're listening to a Core Education podcast featuring Nicole Gully and Cotton Pucky. Hey, kia ora tahu. We often talk about some of the disablers, some of the barriers that get in the way of creating really effective real learning programs in schools. Today, I was really, I was really interested in wondering about what you think a robust te reo Māori language program looks like. What, what are some of the enablers? Well, I, I guess it always goes back to the whakatauki, he ahatemia nui o te ao, um, he tangata, he tangata, he tangata. So what is the most important thing in the world and it's people and it's definitely about the relationships that we that we create with our with people. Um, doesn't matter if they're tamariki or adults, no community, it's the most important thing in my eyes for any type of education, any type of learning that has to happen in the classroom. And so it's really important to know your learners, um, know where they're from, and get the whanau into the school, know who the parents are, where have they come from, um, where did they where did they grow up? Have they just recently moved to the area? You know, it's so important to make those connections with our with our whānau before we even get into learning because if we don't have those relationships established, our tamariki aren't going to want to learn. They aren't going to, they are not going to want to even engage with us. You know, the barriers go up straight away. So it's really, really important to get the connections first. Yeah, I totally agree. I was, I've just been having a really good conversation with Pacifica learner who... You know, just within his schooling, didn't have those strong connections with um, his his teachers. Well, the te- the the teachers just didn't even they didn't understand his background. They saw him as the brown naughty kid in in the class, and so he reacted by becoming the brown naughty kid. Uh, so he became it was a self self fulfilling prophecy. He became those. So um, had those teachers created that strong connection with him, uh, that relationship understood him as a learner and saw him as as more than he was. As they saw him, it would have been totally different, totally different experience for him. Yeah, with their relationships and you know, it has to be genuine. You have to actually yeah. have Aroha for the Tamariki. Because kids can see right through you and they know if you're all, all crap or not, eh? So um <laughs> You know, it is really, really, really important knowing what they what they enjoy, what the kids enjoy, what they like, um, what are their hobbies. You know, if if our learning contexts can relate to um, things that they're interested in, of course we're going to engage our kids a lot more easier, a lot faster. They're going to want to learn. They're going to want to um, complete inquiries about things they're interested in. You know, a lot of the time, um, teachers think they know best and they know what kids need to learn, but it's not necessarily what they want to learn. And, um, you know, there certainly has to be an input from the teacher to guide the learning, but our tamariki are so onto it and um, they need to have the opportunities to make the decisions for themselves and choose things they want to learn about. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Um, And so uh, that also just makes me think about um, knowing, you know, how children learn best, and especially with our Māori kids, knowing about the traditional Māori ways of learning. And, you know, there's a lot of rote learning in our histories and our genealogy, um, learning waiata, motiatia, you know, learning our whakapapa and being able to recite whakapapa, those types of things, they were all learned by rote, you know, and um, just recently, you know, over the last few years, changes in school systems that make us, you know, sort of frown on the rote learning, but it definitely works. If we look at kapahaka training, you know, um, something that I'm really passionate about, you know, Māori performing arts, 
and you can teach seven songs in one term, the kids understand what they mean, they know their actions, they have a full understanding, they know the stories behind the kupu. It's so important. Yeah, I just, um, I often challenge that idea that our Māori kids are only, they're kinesthetic learners and that they're only kinesthetic learners. I don't necessarily uh, disagree with it, but if you unpack that whole what a kinesthetic learner is, a kinesthetic learner is uh, someone who uh, likes to learn through experiences. So it's just not people who are good at hands-on things. So obviously uh, we need to be pushing our kids into be sort of labourers when they, they move out into the into the workforce like being a kinesthetic learner I think is doing exactly what you said is hooking into who they are what they enjoy and being able to take the abstract concept into something concrete uh, that that they that they get oh yeah um those those ahuatanga you know the kinesthetic stuff you know that sort of still involves the the listening the watching as well as the doing so yeah definitely have to have a good balance there. Um, another thing I guess is looking at creating opportunities, real opportunities for our kids so they understand what is the function of the language, um, the ahinga reo, um, what is the purpose, um, who is the audience, um, what are the words I need to know, what are the punakupu, you know, and it takes me back to thinking about the marautanga, school-wide curriculum, um, the it all depends on our systems as well, you know, how, have we got some foundation things in place in our schools, are we all planning together or am I planning in silos? So it takes back to the relationships again, so um, you know, they're really important things. And as well as that, um, teachers have to know their shiz, they need to know what they're on about, they can't go into a class and be just one step ahead of their learners, you know, the teachers have to have a lot more um, ability to learn and if not they have to be able to find the things that are going to help them stay in front of their learners or else you know our kids are going to pass us and we see that um, with our tamariki and Māori medium education and kura kaupapa Māori um, you know in the school that um, my, my daughter goes to which is a newly, newly formed school the tamariki have only been there for a year and you know they can carry conversations 50 kids went into that school not being able to talk Māori or converse. Now they can all converse in Māori. And the dream of the whānau was that our kids could come and sit on the paipai and they're going to be the ones leading our culture into the future. But while they're doing that, our parents are being left behind. So, you know, um, part of the whole programme of a really good, robust programme is getting our whānau involved. The learning doesn't just happen in the six hours that they're at school. We need to engage our whānau, and so it's working out the best strategies to do that. So what are some of the things that you do or you, you, that you think about in terms of engaging whānau? What can we be doing? Well, we need to ensure that the whānau can see themselves in the school first, that you know, our whānau have to be able to see that they're valued um, and that their children are valued. It's, it's no good just having a waharoa or a carving in the foyer of a school. You know, our kids need to... That's, that's one way of, of doing it, but... It has to be a lot deeper, you know, there has to be a deeper understanding of culture and language. To me, the carving in the foyer is a bit of a, a token aspect. You know, our kids and our whānau need to see themselves in the school. Um, if they see themselves in the school, they'll engage more. But, you know, it's also the introduction of um, technologies. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that, that will definitely get our whānau involved because, you know, we need the ubiquity of learning anywhere, anytime, um, and at home as well.
Yeah. So one thing that I've been thinking about lately is how we can use digital technology in terms of engaging whānau. Um, and as you said, it's, you know, when we've got whānau who are reluctant to come into school for a, a, a many, many, many reasons, I think we can use technology to take the, the kura and the classroom to our whānau. So, you know, looking at blog spots, uh, blogs that, that kids, are, kids are writing and getting them to take their um, parents and their whānau and their, their communities to go and have a look at what's happening in the school so that they can actually start seeing themselves and seeing their kids and, and making those sort of connections. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's just a, a combination of all those things. There has to be a balance. You know, you need that synergy of, of energies between whānau, school, community, um, the tamariki, we need to know what our tamariki want. We need to know what our whānau want for their tamariki. We need to know what teachers want for their tamariki. And we need to know what iwi, hapu, community also want for the tamariki living in their, in their whenua. You have been listening to a Core Education podcast featuring Nicole Gully and Tahu Paki.